Welcome back in. Sterling Holmes with you, about to be joined by Josh Briscoe. He just can't get enough. Briscoe just can't get enough. doesn't matter the day. He just has to be here talking on the radio. If he's not on the radio, what's he doing? Probably in the hallway, still talking to someone else. Dylan Michaels, behind the glass with a fresh haircut. Looks like a... Look like a hockey player, kind of mixed with, you look like a guy who would try and sing John Mayer at a college party. Oh, no, it'd be so bad. I but would never uh, attempt just, it. Just kind of vaguely with the flannel, the hair, the manicured beard. Again, you look. it looks good. Thank you. You, you do kind of look, though, like you'd bring your acoustic guitar. Briscoe, just shaking his head right now, You, you he would... He would totally look like a guy who'd bring an acoustic guitar somewhere and try and sing John Mayer. Maybe Jack Johnson. He works here. Not that Jack Johnson, yes. If you, if you tap it again, it might, might work. Are we, are we good? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, I realized the problem is that I had put on my headphones and I had not yet plugged them in. Uh, Whoa, it works. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, Jack Johnson, um, not, different, not, yeah, different guy. Different Jack Johnson. The guy that sings Bubble Toes. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure the one who works here would do that if you asked him. Uh, he loves being compared to the other Jack Johnsons in the world. Uh, let me say let me say this is twofold here on, on Dylan's behalf. One, you look like you might bring an acoustic guitar to a house party uh, right now. That's uh. true. Many of my best friends in this world are bring acoustic guitars to a party, guys. Oh wow, that's a loud party. So, oh, we, all dude, acoustic though. Not anymore. <laughs> but in in high school, legit, no kidding, man. We would we would have like you know friend hangs over at one of the one of the fa- fr- uh, one of the kids like family's house or whatever. I think there was legitimately one time where there were no less than five acoustic guitars out of their cases on <laughs> legs, and everybody is just we're going down. You've you've never heard Justin Azuka after tonight so many times. You've never heard it so many times. Whatever you just referenced was apparently not what my friends were playing. Ah, you would know it. I'll play it for you in the break, and you're you're gonna be like, I could guarantee that it was a one-hit wonder. But it was also one of those ones where you're like, that's totally a. Send me a little bar. No, I gave you I gave you a tiny bit of dance dance, and I can't sing. So that was going dance dance. I thought wait, should we go down? And you like? Should we go going down? Fall out boy. Fall out boy. Misspoke. I misspoke, man. I forgot what I sang. I was going to sing more of it, and then I was trying to unlock my laptop because I brought a bit for you today, and I didn't have my bit loaded up, and so I uh, I, I said the wrong Fall Out Boy name. It will mm-hmm. never happen again. Speaking of bits, do you guys remember Honey Bits of Oats? Or what? Not Honey Bits of Oats. Bit honey o- Bunches of no, Oats no, and then Bit O' Honey. Bit O' Honey. Y'all remember Bit O' Honey? Sorry, I misspoke. Uh, yeah, nothing wrong. Hey, Sterling, nothing wrong with that. Bit O' Honey is something I've not had in a long time, Yeah, but it always remembers... Like, I remember my grandparents' house. They always had Bitto Honey. Old people candy. And I feel like they've not made Bitto Honey since 1937. Yeah, it's the same ones in circulation. it's still in circulation. They're like pennies. They're not even making them anymore. They're just still in pockets and floors and ground. Bitto Honey. I could go for a little bit right now. Kind of want one. I think it would be hard to eat a bit of honey while doing radio because it, ju- it would just sort of result that in or like, peanut butter. Welcome back to the show. I'm Sterling Holmes. Like, it would be that really sounds, unpleasant, I think. Yeah, it sounds, sounds bad. I think it's what it would sound like if you yeah. were eating a bit of honey. Yeah. What's this bit? Do we want to do it now, later? Um, now or later is bit, also a candy. The bit of honey? Yeah. Or, okay, yeah, now yeah. we can do it now and later. Yeah, yeah that's great. Yeah. 
Uh, no, no, no. I, I think this is a later on. We you got any sports you want to talk about or anything? It's just a fun. It's okay. not quite. I don't want to replace this or that. I don't know what your this or that let, status you know, let, is. Let, let's have it replace but, this or that. Let's, no, let, I don't want to replace uh, well, this or that. Might. I love this or that. Oh, okay, this okay. Or that's we'll do both. my favorite. Did you not do this or that's for today? Briscoe if, Tuesday, right? If, I mean, if it's you, a curveball. It's kind of a curveball. If you see what my my <laughs> reoccurring segment bits on here, we have this right. or that. We also have right. a little game called Is Verderam Actually New York or Is It Just an Accent, which is a pretty good one to do That with him. game sounds great. Yeah. Um, let me do this. It couldn't replace this or that today, okay. but I think I'm going to turn it into a this or that. But I'm going to host to ask you the questions, and you are, I will tell you, Completely qualified to answer this. Good, good. So we will. Uh, we'll do that in the, at the end of the show. Then nails, love it. Uh, let's talk a little Chiefs because I feel like we should yeah. probably do some, you know, sports talk. Sure. On the show, why not? They head into the bye at five and two. They are in the midst of what I like to call a retooling year. When you have Mahomes and Kelsey and Andy Reid, you're not rebuilding. But in the words of like KU basketball, it can be like a reloading year, a retooling year. You have a lot of youth, a lot of new moving pieces. But they sit at 5-2. and two. They're clearly the top three team in the NFL yep. with the Eagles, Bills, and Chiefs. All these teams in the AFC, especially the West, went all in this entire offseason. The Chargers hung their seventh straight you know, NFL Super Bowl offseason champion banner. Congratulations to them and their 12 fans. And then the Bills, even to an extent, went all in, bringing in Von Miller on a, let's say, player-friendly deal. Not doesn't necessarily behoove Buffalo long-term. And Kansas City is still in the midst, one of the Super Bowl favorites, and it seems like they're just now starting to gel. The bad news, I think, is that the Chiefs haven't beaten a good team this year. Mm. The worst news is they lost to a good team this year, and the good news is that they've played the only good team other than themselves in the NFL this year. I think that's largely where I've come down to. Where you can go through that schedule and you can say, I don't know about the Cardinals or the Chargers. or the." You can literally go through every game the Chiefs have played. And it, the wins are less impressive and the Colts' loss stings more. The Bills' loss, I think, is that we got right. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's just two good teams going at it. And I'm not sure if the Chiefs or the Bills are going to play a good football team at any point the remainder of this season. In in all honesty, I think that's much more of like there being a very large chunk of good teams by most NFL standards. I mean, the the Raiders have a totally functional quarterback, yeah. a, an offensive line that's better than we thought it'd be, Correct. one of the best receivers in the history of football, uh, a top five tight end in football, um, and a defense that is not very good. But that's fine. That team could have won nine games in the AFC West in 2006. You know what I mean? Like, that sort of, hey, compare this to what teams made you feel in the past. There are way, 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 way fewer terrible teams in the league this year. There are not a lot of doormats. The, the teams that you thought would be have both beaten the Packers. <laughs> like that is, sort of, that is sort of where you end up, where you kind of think it, the Texans kind of stink, but then they give you a little bit of a pushback against that Raiders team that you think is actually maybe kind of good. Well, I'm Team Longneck. Look, I understand Davis Mills for life. I yeah. mean, look, I I also loved uh, I loved Littlefoot yeah, from uh, from uh, Land Before Time growing up. <laughs> well, so how can I like you not? my quarterback. I like my beer. Long neck, you know. I like some long necks. There we go. Uh, I'm trying to decide if there's a different way you could like your quarterbacks the same way you like your beer. But frankly, I'm I'm not getting anything. And uh, bubbly. I don't know. I like my quarterbacks. Like I like my beer. With a big head. I don't know. That could also be Davis at, Mills. At probably. my home. <laughs> at home. Huh. Hmm. I like my beer at my home. 
Z. Eh. Seems like a reach. Seems like a reach. The Lions Dylan are... looks so pissed. Yeah, Dylan Dylan's furious. like, what the hell was that? The Lions are 1-5, and, and the Texans are 1-4-1. One, one. Though, If I told you that tomorrow, I don't know even who plays who this upcoming week, but if I told you that, hey, this weekend, the Lions, or whatever they play next, the Lions will beat the Packers, who we had as a legit Super Bowl contender before the season. Not a human being who's watched football this year would be surprised. The Packers has probably lost two worst teams somehow. That's just the parody of the league right now. So it, it is a very funny spot to be in. But what the Chiefs can take is at the very least that Niners defense is legit. Yeah. And it was pretty healthy before they got there on Sunday. They beat that team with a with an absolute drubbing. And they beat one of the best defenses in football with an incredible offensive game. That's real. The Chiefs are really actually good. The Bills are too. The rest of the league, 2-32 to 32 is I, pretty tight. I think the Eagles are too. I, I, they, they would be they, my third team. In, in my opinion, they've earned the right. Because I always, I, I like saying you can only play who's on your schedule, right? You can only sure. play, who's, and people are always like, well, they've played no one. Then I'm always like, well, what do you want them to do? Do you want them well, to lose? No, 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 no. But I, but I think that, I think they that you, won could, convincingly. you could, you could, you could eliminate them from your very top tier just simply on, ah, they've got something else to prove to me. That, I think they're really good. It's not their fault. I'm just not, if the, if the Bills and Eagles played at a neutral site tomorrow, what would your score prediction be? Mm. I, I would say Bills by four or five, maybe. I would, I would take the Bills minus those points in a nanosecond. Mm. I think the Bills probably win that game by double digits. And I think the Eagles legitimately are probably the third best team in football. I just think the Bills are number one. Sure. The Chiefs are number two. There is a drop-off. Then it is the Eagles and another drop-off. I think Cincinnati is starting to make the case. I am not there yet. No, no, no. I am not I, there hey, yet. Hey, hear me out. I no, said starting. I refuse. I say, they look good against the Falcons. No, Woo! sure. But Ooh, Joe as someone who's not a massive fan of the Bengals and, quite frankly, Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. I think Joe Burrow's a really, really good quarterback, but I do think he has, obviously, some phenomenal wide receivers on that team. Yes. It's a pass-first offense, for the most part. Obviously, Joe Mixon gets his touches, his carries, but Joe Burrow is the focal point. They He's allow surrounded him, by weapons. They, they allow him to, to put up some gaudy numbers, which is great for him, and they're starting to win again. I thought they were going to take a step back. Early on this season, they have. But I do want to give some credit. We thought Atlanta was going to be freaking horrible. Mm-hmm. They, they've been in most games. This is the first game that they've gotten blown out in. And, and we talked about the parody where it seems like there's a whole bunch of uh, mediocrity. Mm-hmm. I mean, even to an extent, the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. They're leading the, the, their division. And we'll probably they should probably win it. And, and we thought they might have the worst roster top to bottom in the yes, NFL. Absolutely. And so that's why it's so interesting. I don't want to say some teams are horrible. I don't want to say, but I do think there's just a clear drop off. But I think Cincinnati is starting to make a case for being not obviously in the in the upper echelon. That's the whole league, though, man. That's what I'm saying. Sure. Is the Falcons aren't as bad as you thought, and the Bengals aren't as good as you thought. The Seahawks are way better than you thought. The Bengals Packers are aren't as than good. I thought. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. The Bengals are pretty much exa- the Bengals are four and three. That's yeah. pretty much exactly where I thought the Bengals would be. I think they're about that team. And and you're going to get to the end of the year after 17 games. Where a couple teams are going to have. 13, 12, 11 wins, and you're going to go, oh, all right, hey, a 12-win Bengals team or whoever it's going to be. And then the playoffs are going to come around, and they're going to lose to a team that won nine games, and you're going to sure. go, oh, yeah, it's because the NFL. All of these teams are a razor's edge apart. The biggest upset of the year is one of the worst teams in football beat one of the best teams in football, one of the only two legit good teams in football. We're going to think about Chiefs-Colts forever because yeah. that game doesn't make any sense. And that is something that can happen in the league because the parity— the randomness, 
the margin of error that these teams have is always razor thin. The Chiefs blew through it in that game, and the Colts got a shocking victory. That's that's 2022 in the NFL. Last night, too. Like, everyone, yeah. I, including me, my parlays were all murdered as soon as the second half started, basically. Yep. So I was good, got a good night's sleep, which was nice. But Thank you, eight and a half <laughs> bears in the over. Thank yeah. you for that one. See Honestly, that eight and a half, you're a coward. No Take idea. the money line. Take the money line. Plus I, three something. I did not have the stones, but I go Obviously. eight and a half? Eight and a half seems like a lot, and the over just felt like uh, everyone keeps betting the under down. I got yeah. down like 38 and a half, and I go, yep. well, they'll score 39. Yeah. Honest. Honest reaction when Zappy threw that second, or they when they scored the second time after Zappy, Zappy has came that in. Dark were, you, were you nervous? Well, at that the moment? eight and a half still felt pretty good because at that point it was fourteen ten. Yeah, and Chicago was actually moving the ball fairly well. I go, I'm actually pretty excited because this over is going to get hit. Because I got yeah. a little no, nervous yeah. when Mac Jones was out there just throwing the ball to. We can talk about it in a little bit too. The Bears' offense stopped. They really hit a wall when Obama left. So I, that was that should have been a concern. Like they were great when Obama was on the Manning cast, but post Obama, the the Bears' offense really there was a real recession I, of their I, offense. I'm not gonna lie. I th- nice for a second. Nice. I thought you were actually talking about like his administration, and I was trying to think of who the also quarterback was. True. I was like Jay Cutler. Yeah, pretty much. I was like Jay Cutler. I guess was, was okay, and then maybe Kyle Orton. For for a hot minute, I'm resisting the urge to compare uh, Bears quarterbacks to American presidents. So whatever else you want yeah. to talk about is probably time, unless you want to do that bit. Do you think this is good for the NFL? Not your bits with Obama in the NFL, but the actual parity. The fact that there are two to three teams because yeah. I, I I think the Eagles are, are legitimate. Really, really good, I think they're good, good, good I'm teams. Just think they're not the Bills or the Chiefs. But then is it good that we've also seen? I want to say. Was it Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady that came out and said there's been a lot of bad football yeah, being played? Those two have also produced They've, a lot of a it. lot of bad yeah. football. Is this bad for for the product when you see these teams that were hyped up hyped up like the Packers, Buccaneers, Rams? Uh, let's say the Russell Wilson led Broncos. Uh, the you know let's say the Chargers to an extent. Like all these yeah. teams that had a lot of hype and they've not lived up. Is that bad for NFL or is it good that any given Sunday a team can win? I think that the if any given Sunday mentality is great for the NFL. I think bad quarterback play is very bad for mm. them. That that is the distinction that I would make. If you can't trust Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, uh, even to get, pick a different age bracket, Justin Herbert, sure. If you can't trust those types of guys to give you a good TV product, to give you just good looking offense, that's how the NFL has been coordinating the direction of their sport yeah. for the last decade. More offenses. Fewer quarterback injuries because we do not want to see uh, Chase Daniel out there. How dare you? I'm thinking about Justin Herbert. The NFL does not want to trade out uh, Justin Herbert for Chase Daniel. For I want to see Chase football. Daniel, Blaine Gabbert, and Drew Locke. How dare you? I know, and that's, there's no reason at all whatsoever that you would say that. And Brad Smith comes back out of retirement. Yeah, and, and, and may, honestly, right now, any of those guys could help the college team. So, uh were you, at the, were you at the homecoming game? Yeah, I was there. Okay. Yeah, and that's why I didn't like even respond because it was like a it's it's true. Yeah, it's it's true. Yeah, it's it's a hundred percent. You know what helps? True. You know how hard Vegas it is. Bombs. You know, <laughs> hey, that's what I had taken the under last night. <laughs> I uh, do you know do you know how hard it is to have a disappointing SEC victory, unless you're Alabama. Mizzou got a disappointing SEC victory. I'll go ahead and say now. For homecoming. They also don't allow scalpers 
anymore because everything's done online. Mm-hmm. So I'm the the ass walking around yelling, who's got two tickets here? Two tickets now. I'm trying to buy two tickets. You were doing that? Yeah, because I wanted to buy two tickets. And they no one scalps anymore because people are soft these days. Can I interest you Back in a wonderful in... website like our friends at no. ticketsforless.com? Okay, that would have been nice, but I also didn't get service. And so trying to download tickets why was were a you nightmare. Do, why are you doing that? Day of, because in Columbia, it's, it's me. I'm uh, I'm a farcical guy. You knew you were guy. going, right? Yeah, me and my boy Jansen. We just we were just like, well, let's just hop in the car, let's Does ride. Jansen and then, have Apple Pay? Were you trying oh, to maybe. pay in cash? Like what are? Yeah, you? I want to pay cash. I, I I was out here. You're trying to buy virtual tickets with cash no, in no, person. No, no, I wasn't trying to buy virtual tickets. I was trying to buy legitimate paper tickets, but uh, I don't know. Now they don't do anymore because. Yeah, Kids because, these days, because back it's 2022. In my day, yeah, you're 97 years old. Yeah. What are you doing? Let me scalp and talk down a guy. Why are we forcing Pete Enoch to host this show tonight? This is un- this is totally unfair. <laughs> well, I'm trying to talk down someone. I can't talk down StubHub. Okay, I keep like, hey, yo, StubHub, game's about to start. I'm, uh, let me give you 20 bucks a pop. You go to ticketsforless.com. Uh, you can uh, you, you never have any per ticket service fees. Yeah, you know, that's they never, actually I would have gotten. They never less, yeah. uh, they they never add on any fees at checkout. You know the price you see is the price you get. Is what they say. Well, if you were there, would have let me know. I would have gotten. You also tickets could for have less, asked yeah. me on Friday. Yeah, and but well, the thing was, I actually ended up getting two free tickets from a right, fraternity brother. Then. No, no. It didn't work out because oh. the tickets wouldn't wouldn't download because there's so many people in Colombia. So trying to download tickets, my phone, which is frankly partly on me, it's an iPhone 10, a little old, couldn't get anything to download. Right. So by the time we got stuff downloaded, I was already at the bar, and I'm glad I didn't pay money to watch Mizzou. So you didn't get through. you had free tickets and did not get into the stadium. I, I didn't get the tickets until after the, the, they finally went through. I asked if you were there Post for the game. game, and you said yes. The answer to the, my question was no. Oh, I was in Columbia. I, I saw the, the parade when we got in the morning. Went to Harpo's at like 10.30 in the morning. Uh, was around the stadium. Checked at the new fraternity house. Looks really cool, guys. Uh, crushed a lot of beer. Hey, ask me if I was at Chiefs practice last week. No. No, ask me that. No. Ask me Hey, you know what I wasn't last week, Sterling? I wasn't at Chiefs practice. Despite the fact that I was in Kansas City, Missouri, no, I wasn't different. at the that's stadium. That's different. Dylan, that's different. You know it. You know. Don't di- appeal to Dylan. Yes, 40 minutes away. Not from my house. Can- I- okay, not me either. But Kansas City is a, it's a broad spectrum of where you could live. If you're in Columbia, I was there at the stadium. I walked around. I tailgated there. Those Mick Ultras didn't stand a chance. I didn't ask if you tailgated, though. I asked if you were there for the game. I was there for the game, and I didn't get to go to the game because no one scalps anymore. This is really you finding a way to blame other people for your own lack of planning. No, I miss paper tickets. Take responsibility for I your I miss actions. paper tickets. That's fine. Miss paper tickets on Tuesday and then buy them online on Wednesday, well, man. Well, I didn't know that. You didn't know that you couldn't just... I've never bought tickets from a scalper in my life. I've never sold tickets to a human being oh, in person. I'm a big scalp guy. I, I love the the thrill showing of, up and not knowing if you're going to get in or not. Oh yeah, it's a thrill. I live for the thrill. To be fair, and as a Kansas fan, I don't get to make this joke, so I'm doing this for the first time in probably like ten years. But <laughs> usually, they start letting people in for free. To his, you know, credit, they start letting fans in for free after they're getting their ass kicked in the second quarter. So, that's a good point. you know, they, that's probably why there weren't any scalpers out there. It's a great point, Dylan. Yeah, I told my dad there was How's no scalpers. How does it feel to have a KU even football he, fan yeah. rubbing your nose in it right now? Yeah, it hurts. My dad goes, who the hell would scalp tickets for a product that bleepy? 
And I'm like, yeah, that's a good point, too. And he went to Mizzou. Did you try just walking in and see if anyone stopped you? Or? Uh, it was a long line. So then I decided to walk two miles to the bar. You showed I was very healthy. They would have stopped him and said, son, are you, are you sure you want are to come into this game? Son, are, are, you, you, son are, you, are you making good decisions? By There's the way, a bunch of good football on ESPN at the bars down the street if you want to go watch. Didn't even Shut get up, ID. Sterling. Shut up, Sterling. Didn't Listen. even get ID. Shut up to me, Kind Sterling. of a, a, a nut kick. Well, yeah, you're an old man now. Yeah, I missed paper tickets. I can't believe I didn't get ID'd. Well, it could have been the 2013 Dad's Week in Polo I was rocking. I don't know. Yeah, or maybe that you're walking around like Andy Rooney. You know what I miss? <laughs> paper tickets. That was a progressive commercial. <laughs> yeah. Remember when yeah. they're all? We like to get them out, and out and about, take them to the game, and the first thing, like everyone got their tickets, and they all got the printouts. It's like, oh, paper tickets. We're off to a good start. I, I'm just. I here's the other thing. So you show up, yeah, not knowing if you're going to get in or not. Correct. Willing to wait around for someone to walk by with paper tickets, yeah, to huh? try to buy them from uh-huh. them with cash. Sure. Then you see a line. You think, well, I'm not going to stand in that. Yeah. Not gonna st- I'm not going to stand here for no reason. Correct. Even though you are presently standing there for no reason. No, no, we're, we're moving. And then we're you walking. walk two miles. Yeah. T- instead of standing to get into the game. Yeah. Correct. Nailed it. So I think Sterling just wants to go to a game from 2005, basically, is his wish, because he wants the well, troughs. Yeah, he wants the troughs back. They're and he there. he wants the paper tickets. Get- Shiloh has troughs. Okay. They actually... I've not seen a bar build a new trough in ever. They built new troughs. Yeah, because it makes the, the, that square mile smell like hot piss. No, it doesn't. It, it allows uh, troughs are the greatest because it allows troughs you to pee quicker. You you get so much what? more. Wait, what? Like like think of Arrowhead had troughs. You know how much quicker you'd get in and out? No. You'd get in so much quicker. No, because so what you think is whenever you're whenever you get to a wall with urinals, okay, you, you know individual urinal after individual urinal. Yeah, correct. You think what I would like is for to get somebody else here just basically touching my hip shoulder with their to shoulder. hip, shoulder to shoulder, all your words, all, all to be honest, out a fountain of piss. Your words. The the other thing too, I mean, the stage fright factor going yes! way up will actually Honestly, like diminish stage your, fright. Well, no, I'm just not you. I'm saying like other people in general. When they have that happen, uh-huh. it's going to negate all the time you think you're saving. You think, that, you think that's true? Absolutely. I think so. I that think was my next point. So that's a, a good one. I didn't think of people having stage fright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just stand there. What was there that? What, 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 what in the New Jersey was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have no right to attack anyone for anything they've said this entire this entire segment so far. This is You are on trial here, and I hold <laughs> you in contempt. <laughs> you, can't, you, you, cannot, you cannot trust... An entire trough of dudes to to perform in that moment at peak efficiency. Sometimes you just need a second. I'm a Hall of Fame pisser. And sorry, I expect other people to be up to standard. But you you are you are pining for the days of there being a pee trough big enough for a drunk fan at Wrigley to slide down. <laughs> Have you ever done that? Be honest. No. Be honest. So, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Lie detector test. Have I ever? Hold on. Put your hand on the stack of Bibles and put your other hand up. What do we have? We have in here, by the way. Put put one put one hand on a Patrick Mahomes uh, uh, card of some sort, some sort of, some sort of Patrick Mahomes merchandising. Put your other hand up in the air, and then I want to know if you have ever crossed the threshold of a trough 
in a bathroom. Hands, shoulders, knees, and toes. I mean, anything at all. Anything whatsoever. No, I know how to pee. I did. Come on. And you won an award for it, too, which is the weird thing. Uh, it's actually hanging in my house. It's in my basement, my man cave. It just says, congratulations, Hall of Fame, Hall of pisser. Fame pisser. Were they able to get gold jacket, though? Because the <laughs> NFL already has that? Were they? What, what color is the jacket? <laughs> Dylan, that was great, man. Dylan, we need more of you. I need, I, we I need more th- Dylan. This show needs more of Dylan and less of me. It needs all of us. No, it, we all bring a little something. It, yeah, and what you bring is a gallon of piss and a bunch of bad takes. You know how much you liquid know why I you drink. never. Ha- that's why you never have st- stage fright. You never have stage fright because you've got a camel in there. Yeah. you are basically a camel of liquids that are basically. You are constantly on the verge of just wetting your pants. Correct. Yeah. Makes sense that you would want a trough because that way the fire hose of splashback you get is probably now. They're hitting other people. <laughs> You're pervert. I have not said anything about this. By the way, the Chiefs wide receivers were just outstanding against the 49ers. Was this? <laughs> Don't start another segment. Throw to break, Sterling. <laughs> Throw to break. I wanted to see your reaction. We'll Throw take a quick break. Come break, back. We, we, well, break to go pee. Uh, we'll come back. Talk some Chiefs football. Briscoe right here. Now I am pissed. Welcome back in. Somehow, Briscoe did not leave us. I tried. Sterling begged me to stay. I put him in a full Nelson. Begged me. If I begged you, you mean put you in a headlock. He started crying. Okay, maybe a little bit. said, please don't go. Please, I can't do the rest of the show without you. Please don't leave me. Everyone always leaves. Why do they always leave? Please stay. Please don't leave me. Sounds like me. Sounds like me. Have you ever heard me? I love me? pissing in a trough. Okay, then that sounds more I'm realistic. Holes. Yeah, that sounds pretty realistic there. I do want to talk a little cheese before we play our fun game. Sure. Again, because we kind of were talking Chiefs, then we somehow got onto a trough situation, a Mizzou situation. We yeah, didn't yeah. do anything. Well, you are here, and yeah, that sometimes that's throws. Right. You, that's right. You throw me off my game. Actually, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. The Chiefs wide receivers all did basically everyone we thought they were going to do if things went the right way. Juice Smith-Schuster did what he does best, the back shoulder throws, the yards after reception, uh, the mid-range game, right? Intermediate spacing, a- a- all that all stuff. All that yep, stuff. Absolutely. MVS had three catches for, was it, 111 yards? Yep. I mean... Two McCall, bombs and a back shoulder. Yeah, and then McCall... Mwah, chef's kiss. McCall Hardman had the design plays yep. for him. He also came down with, what I thought, a great catch where he got popped. He knew he was going to get hit, uh, hit hard, came down with it easy. Uh, a couple of those runs as well, the the end rounds, which are very nice to see from him. Travis Kelsey did what Travis Kelsey does best. Uh, I believe Justin Watson got involved he on a touchdown. Yeah, he, he, on, he had a on, touchdown. He had a touchdown. I think he's got four catches for two touchdowns this year. Very Jody Jody Fortson esque right there. But Jody Fortson, possession receiver, had a little quick slant back in uh, Niners territory. Come on. But my point here is, uh, Jerry McKinnon with a screen pass. Yep. I, everyone did what we all thought if they lived up to the potential would do in this game. And they all did it. Is this just what we, I don't want to say expect going forward, because this would be perfection almost going forward, but is this what we're starting to see just gelling from this 
new players. What I said on post game and that I've I'm I kind of stuck with so far here through the week, and I'm, I mean I wouldn't change my mind now. It's there's no there's no more game to see. Sunday against the Niners was the the proof of concept for what the Chiefs bought into when they traded Tyreek Hill. I don't like viewing every Chiefs thing through the prism of Tyreek Hill. It gets exhausting, and I yes. said a couple weeks ago that I thought we would probably be beyond that. We are beyond now the conversation of, is Patrick Mahomes still going to be good without Tyreek Hill? <laughs> we're, we're past that. But I do think that it's it's worth noting again, at least one more time, from that Niners game, because as you said, this was a a thousand cuts, if you will, in terms of the different weapons that were used. Skymore is the only guy that had more negative plays than positive ones. Sure. And he's coming along. I don't if we ever want to talk about Skymore, there's it's been more bad than good for him this year. I think his career in Kansas City will be much more good than bad. That just that's just where he's at right now. Sky Moore is a receiver, Sky Less is a returner. And Sky Moore as a receiver was fully given the blame for that interception by Andy Reid postgame. Yeah. So that also is not a great start. Sky Moore's turnover problems have now reached the offense, I guess. I don't, again, not bleeping on Sky Moore whatsoever. I, I said preseason, don't draft him in your fantasy leagues. He's not going to be a big part of this offense early on. Maybe at all of his rookie season. Still high on him going forward. Buy stock in him going forward. Anyway. You get everything that you just laid out. I won't waste our time by repeating everything you said because it was right. And so what you end up with is different receivers winning in different ways, and that makes Mahomes' life a little more difficult because he's got to go to the right weapon in the right matchup in the right situation. That's a lot more difficult than just knowing that number 10 is going to be open wherever he is every play, but it's just kind of how it works. Seeing the offense against a top three defense in the league, I think I think it might have been number one by, by DVOA, entering that game. Certainly it was top three, though, I believe. Beating a really, really good defense with your really good, diverse, multifaceted, multi-weaponed defense, or multi-weaponed offense, is more impressive than Mahomes to Tyreek Hill for 250 yards and three touchdowns. That's an incredible individual performance, obviously. But I think it's more sustainable to see something like this. So can it be the expectation going forward? Not on all cylinders like that. Probably yeah. you'll have your ups and downs. Yeah, but I, d- I doubt Mahomes to... throws for four twenty three. But, <laughs> but if you get two of those guys to have one of those games every week, I don't think it's unreasonable to say the Chiefs' offense should not look constipated, for lack of a better word. This this, this shows have a lot about digestion, unfortunately. I think you can you can get away from being concerned that you're going to get a stopped up version of the Chiefs' offense if it's if it's Travis Kelsey and sure that alone Travis Kelsey and one other guy wins you most football games offensively speaking Travis Kelsey and the Juju and MVS and Hardman is a big deal. I think one of the biggest takeaways I had besides the wide receivers was the offensive line. I've been very harsh on Orlando, on Orlando Brown Jr., yep. but I also want to give credit when credit is due. That man had a phenomenal game. Yes. He outplayed Trent Williams for, for one game, at least, right? I mean, Frank Clark destroyed Tr- Trent Williams. Bosa did not do anything. And whoever else was on— Frank Clark, Frank Clark did not destroy Trent Williams. Two I plays. Just don't want you to, I just don't want you two to plays. say something you, you don't, that you're going to regret. Two plays, is right? Is that true? Are you saying the two sacks? Yes. Mm-mm. Am I, I wrong? Yeah. 
um, on the on the sack that he and Saunders shared, I'll also extend this to this. Seth Kaiser explained it better than I did or could have. So, I'm, I'm so Seth is basically in a Seth way here. slapping me across the airwaves, very gently. Just, just he's not slapping. Well, no, he you. wouldn't be he's angry. Not slapping you, but it'd be he's like just putting uh, you back on the track. Yeah, he, he'd say, "Slap you back on the track." What Seth said, the way that Seth summarized it, was that on the Clark Saunders sack, Chris Jones wrecked that pocket, and Garoppolo stepped up too far, and there's a little stunt with Clark and Jones. So, so Clark caves it in. Jimmy G steps up too far, and then Saunders and Clark close in and finish out the play. And then on the the safety, yeah. look, Frank Clark absolutely that might have been the most burst he's had in a red uniform. Okay, so that's that's a real thing. And on the Saunders Clark play, they finish the play and brought down the quarterback. That's worth something. Mm-hmm. This is not to bleep on on Frank Clark. It was still his most worthwhile quarter of football he's played in Kansas City in a long time. But then on the the safety, which I was giving him full credit for, yeah. Seth said. Look, Jimmy did the thing sometimes we ask if Mahomes does where he just bailed out too deep, too far. He gave his tackle a horrible job. And so Clark was able to just run around Trent Williams, which is not easy to do, sure. especially with some of the speed issues Clark has had. So I'm giving him credit. He did, okay. he did not beat Trent Williams consistently or anything like that. He made a couple of plays when Garoppolo overreacted. And again, that is absolutely valid. That definitely counts. But, you know, just a, just a little just a little narrative note. That's all. Okay. Doesn't t- take away that Orlando Brown Jr. was very good in this Absolutely. game. Absolutely. And I appreciate you at least laying that out. It's and the, I think it Frank is the Clark. Spirit, the spirit of, of Seth entered the room for a moment. Yeah, Seth, way, way to keep us from overreactions of saying Frank Clark is now the best player, uh, edge rusher in the NFL, and That's don't right. trade for anyone That's ever right. again, and that uh, Orlando Brown Jr. I hadn't is talked about Frank Clark yeah. on the radio since I talked to Seth about that, so I wanted to you bring, wanted to I wanted to bring that, that in, and you gave me an opening. So, yes, I appreciate Thanks, that. Kaiser. Appreciate. I, 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 I can hear him in his Minnesotian accent right now. Oh, just some good stuff there, don't, don't you know? But I do want to give Brown credit because yes, we should. That was a game where he really stood up, and I don't know if it was the case of he knows he's on the other side, where he's like, "Man, this is who I'm trying to compare myself to," or not. Mm-hmm. He's obviously not been close to Trent Williams his entire tenure. It, his his career. Let's sure, be, let's be right. real here. Yeah, and, the, and, the list of guys comparable to Trent Williams is very short. But he deserves a lot of credit. Yep. I, I think Andrew Wiley deserves a lot of credit as yep. well. Sure, once or twice he got beat, but that's going to happen. We're not expecting Andrew Wiley to be a all-pro right tackle. You it want him be to be wild. serviceable. You don't, you wouldn't expect an all-pro right tackle to never lose to Nick Bosa. And I think he deserves a lot, a lot of credit. I think the entire offensive line. I think the bye comes at a good time, considering Trey Smith has been noticeably banged up. I think that's that's what I'm hoping for. His rookie season I, dominance, if you will, at yeah, right guard. Sure. I mean, he was very, he, very he, good. He was very good. Very he good. Very good. And this year, he's taking a step back. Fairly noticeable. A lot step of injuries back. for him too. Two major legit injuries with his ankle and his pec. So I'm really hoping the 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 bye week will yep. will help him. But again, I want to give the offensive line credit because Mahomes had so much time, and MVS doesn't get those deep balls. Juju Smith Schuster doesn't make a lot of those catches if the offensive line does not hold up and allows Mahomes to stay in the pocket. I'm uh, scrambling for the Mitchell Schwartz tweet about Nick Bosa because I, I think it's multifaceted. One, I think I said last week that I think Orlando Brown is continuing to be criticized for his contract management on the field at times where people have kind of made up their minds on where they want to be on Orlando Brown. And so anything he does wrong is a chance to pile on. Anything he does right, you just sort of skip over. I, I think there's been an element of that from some Chiefs fans from Chiefs Twitter that, again, already decided what they thought about OBJ this offseason for no. the most part. Orlando um, Brown Jr., 
I've been calling him OBJ since before the Chiefs were rumored to be involved in the receiver. I, I can't say three names every time. MVS and Juju and <laughs> OBJ have to get something. So, and it can't just be Brown. I'm not going to call him Orlando. Uh, so, I, I think that the, the narrative on him got a little bit out in front of itself. And then he had some rough performances while dealing with his knee injury, specifically that Colts game. And now, against the Niners, you get, once again, kind of like with the wide receivers, you get a full combination of what things should look like when when stuff is is all rolling. Um, as Mitch Schwartz tweeted about, about Nick Bosa, and this is not to take away from what the tackles did. They played good, good football games against really tough competition, a great front seven. Mitch Schwartz said about Nick Bosa, he was a wrecking ball early in the game, but you get chipped, doubled, cut, jet sweeps go by you for touchdowns, run away from, run at, put tight ends and wide receivers next to you to make you uncomfortable. It takes a toll mentally. Indecision kicks in, play speed slows down, masterclass by Coach Reed. Extend that to Andy Heck, extend mm-hmm. that to Eric Bieniemy. The Chiefs had a great game plan. The, the, the Niners like to get downfield. I, I've said multiple times, so this has already been saved, and I just can't think of a better way to frame it, so I keep saying it this way. The Niners' defensive line wants to get deep penetration. I just, I've said it enough on the radio at this point that I don't have it. I'm sorry. It's what it is. And, and the Chiefs use that to their advantage. They, they let the, you get the screen pass where all of a sudden Nick Bosa finally goes, oh, I've finally got a free shot. And then before he can finish the word shot in his head, it probably shifts to a slightly different word because now all of a sudden there's a ball going over your head and Jarek McKinnon just picked up a first down on third and 20. It was a great game plan. It was really well executed. And when they were put on an island, specifically, I think it was the Justin Watson touchdown, Patrick Mahomes got to plant his feet in some grass and just stand there for a little bit and then teleport the ball to Justin Watson. And to have that be a part of this offense, along with all the other kind of more um, window dressing sort of stuff they did, much like with the receivers, this is what the offensive line could should look like, even against a great a great opponent. Because Andy Heck, Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy were were fully in their bag from a coaching perspective as well. Just a, a real all-around effort there. It's almost the same game plan if you watch George Karloftis' college tape when he got up to Ohio huh. State. It's like the first thing I watched because it's the best team he's going to play. Yeah. And every single play was different. It was a jet sweep. And he was just – his head was spinning around. Yeah. And it's almost like you got to throw that whole game out because they were basically game planning for this dude yep. successfully. Yep. Yeah. That's a great, I think that's a great comp. This, to me, was one of the best coached games we've seen in a long time. Andy Reid this season, I think, frankly, it's fair to criticize to an extent. He's he's struggled at times with some of the play calls, some of the personnel, some of the decision-making. And this game, even when things were seemingly going awry, the early timeout on third and one that ended up being a phenomenal play call to Travis Kelsey, the accidental timeout that ended up working— it only kind of worked. It could have worked better. It could have worked better. The penalty on Jarek McKinnon took back the touchdown and then the, the, the mixed, missed field goal. But, again, that's not necessarily on Andy Reid. No. So I want to give him credit. I think, you know, being me Nagy, the whole coaching staff, the Andy Heck, trust. Uh, Steve Spagnuolo yeah. did a great job defensively. And I think even Dave Tobe, besides the, for some reason, Sky Moore needs to be the returner for some apparent reason, dialing up that, the, the leg switch. The, the leg switch. The Rockettes sort of. The Rockettes, like that. The, Rock, the Rockettes move that you can only do, you know, maybe once, maybe twice a year, very sparingly. And you do it then when you know what's going to push him out of field goal range was just, it doesn't matter if you do it on, you know, if it's a 37 yard field goal. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. Yep. 
that was a perfect time for Dave Tobe to dial that one up. So a lot of credit there. I guess the one negative I do want to talk about Sky Moore. Do you think we're going to continuously see him as a returner after the bye? I understand you don't want to kill dude's confidence. I understand you don't want to throw McCall Harden back there because they, they don't want to get him injured. They don't want to add any more wear and tear. He's got a, he's got a lot of work in the offense and all but that. Yeah. My point here. With the offense as good as Kansas City is, with as good as Mahomes is, the extra four or five yards you're going to get returning the the majority of the time isn't worth it. Just catch the ball. Even if you do catch it on the seven. Yeah. If Sky Moore's that, because he he, should have been on the 10. Yeah. And just just catch it. Fair catch it. Let Mahomes and the offense go to work. You're uh, you're you're probably one degree more sane than uh, than than the beloved Jason Anderson uh, because this has come up a couple times on the zone. We have this conversation, and Jason says, "Hey, just put eleven dudes on the line, make sure you don't get faked, and then just just go try to block it. And then wherever the ball lands is where the ball lands." I've said to Jason on air, I think that's one step too far. Because eventually teams are going to say, okay, cool, well, we'll just we'll just try to kill this punt inside the five, and uh, we'll go down it, and then you guys can march 95 yards like every possession. I would not go quite that far. Yeah. However, I do not think the risk-reward makes any sense to have Sky Moore back there right now. Mm-hmm. Unless he is, like, literally just Dante Hall waiting to be unlocked. And, and and Dave Tobe really believes in Sky Moore's ability to be a punt returner, obviously, because he's taken some bleep for his performances back there. Yeah. We, we figured out, I think it was Justin Watson in training camp where Tobe said, hey, if he's back there, you know he's going to catch the ball. Put Justin Watson back there. He's a professional wide receiver. He's got speed. I'm sure he can read some blocks. If, if he can just catch the ball, look at what he survey. And just take off. I'll take what I get. Because if it's a bomb of a punt, he's going to pick up 15 or 20 yards, and he's going to give the offense some good field position if it's a lot to cover. If it's a short punt, just fair catch it. Give the Chiefs the ball back if it's going to be well covered. If it's something in between, you can even let that guy read it. I don't I don't want to say take the punt returner out of the game, but if you cannot trust your punt returner to not muff it on a routine basis, I don't mean once a year. I mean... Every time the ball's in the air, you get nervous. If that is the trade-off, I, Sky Moore could be the greatest punt returner in the history of football. And if I was coaching, I would never find that out because I would have a very hard time putting him out there for what feels like a 50-50 ball. You basically have a shorter lease than Bill Belichick. Um, With Matt I don't Jones. know if that's this. I honestly <laughs> might be about the same leash as Belichick. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, again, I understand. And look, again, Sky Moore didn't do this in college. Like, if you want to have yeah. Sky Moore take a bleep ton of snaps in uh, in practice fielding punts go for it man and may- maybe he'll figure it out maybe next year he figures it out maybe later in the year but y- y- it's just too important and too again too much of a volatile risk reward to have him learning on the fly for a team that is you know playing for a Super Bowl and and, and playoff seating before I have nothing <laughs> oh thanks Dylan he Dylan just creeps up creeps up to the microphone Headphones on. Yeah, why don't you put the headphones on your head, ever, Dylan? Because, well, I was going to, well, because I barely use them half the time. And it's it's good to hear the levels anyway. through them, though. Yeah. You, you hear but, the levels through them, you get, a more, you get a more accurate representation of what the show sounds like. A more the robust mixer. sound. Well, we've made it this far, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's a good attitude. I was just going to try and bury that Mac Jones statement after mine before the season started about, you know, Mac Jones maybe 
<clears throat> being better than every quarterback yeah. in his class. Yeah, remember that one, Dylan? We're, we're not talking about it, though. Oh, we're not going to talk about no. it? About how I would both frankly, our, I think Zappy might even be better, and Zappy's not good. We both, our quarterbacks both. My guy's at least hurt. Well, I had Trey Lance. My I mean, guy was, too, technically, but he's just also not very good. Yeah, his pride. His pride is what's hurt at this point. Well, I, I almost wanted to bury it when I saw that picture of him getting carried off the field onset injury. So, you know, mm-hmm. there's that as well. Do you want to take a break and come back and play our game, Briscoe? Oh, cool. Am I hosting the show? Yeah. Hey, I'm Sterling Holmes. And whenever we come back from this break that I'm about to throw to, we'll play my fun little game. Because now I guess I'm hosting because Sterling can't even be bothered to do that. Welcome back in. I guess I'm still hosting Briscoe because, yeah, I threw a break. You brought it back, but I'm taking it from here. A little this or that. Wow, let's do it. Usually, Sterling asks, I answer, but I saw something on Twitter earlier today that really felt like a Sterling special. This is from Trill Withers, at Tyler I am on Twitter. Uh, he does tier lists. Is that like Bill Withers, but Trill Withers? That's outstanding. Uh, probably. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I'm sure that's what it is. Um, he does a lot of stuff for uh, for Underdog. He does a, a regular show, the streaming show on YouTube that's very good. They do a lot of tier lists. Love it. This t- The tier lists. The drunk behaviors tier list. Okay. Mm, Speaking of Sterling going to homecoming. Here's the thing. You got the S tier, the multiplier tier, the A tier, B tier, the two Americas tier, the C tier, and hell. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna pick some from the same tiers, and why don't, so you pick pick a this or that, and then tell me which tier you'd put it in. Okay, you can stick with S, A, B, C, or Hell. Okay. The Irish goodbye, and instigating the conflicts of others. Both are S tier. They are both S tier. Pick one. Ah. Uh, Irish goodbye is S tier. That's a good move. Drunk tweeting, and get even drunker. Okay, drunk tweeting is hell. That's that's oh, that's, really? that's bottom tier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. These are in the multiplier tier yeah. for. Uh, and then which one is the the getting even drunker? Oh, that, come on, S tier, baby. Falling asleep on the couch. Hijacking touch tunes. Like the jukebox. Yeah, yeah. System. We're gonna go with asleep on the couch is a B. It's great until you wake up and your back hurts. Mm. Yeah. Uh, See, so now you're getting older, so we realize. Hijacking touch tunes is a C. The reason why, it seems like a great idea until you check your bank account the next morning. So you prefer to fall asleep on the couch? Yeah. Yeah. Listening to music, playing video games, watch a favorite movie with friends, Uber ride to the bar. I'm giving you four there because they're all in the same tier okay. on this one. Music's the top one. Okay, that's S- is that S tier yeah, for you? Yeah, it's S tier. Uber ride with the boys is an A tier. Uh, the video games is a C tier, because when you all hop on Call of Duty with the headsets, you guys are ravishing good time. And then the last one would be uh, movie. I'm not a movie guy. That's sort of annoying, but okay. Those were all B tier on the Trill Withers show. I thought I couldn't keep them all the same tier. Come on now. No, no, I don't. That's not really how whatever. How, this is fine. The way you're doing okay. it's fine. I'm just giving you where they were on their list. Love it. Love it. $50 DoorDash order, Ugh. consume whole pizza. Consume whole pizza is top tier. And S tier for both. No, Uber, Uber dollar 50 thing is, is hell because 
Come on. Uber dollar fifty thing. Yeah, I need I, breakfast I've, too. I've never Uber eats a thing. Oh really? I'm not paying extra money for for that. It's like three times as expensive, and my food's gonna be cold. Congratulations. No, I'm out, pal. I don't have to leave my house though. Kind of nice. Walk. I'm old. You, you know this. I want paper tickets. Uh, all right, here we go. This or that. Walking home, borderline blacked out. <laughs> Texting your parents. <sighs> Walking home, intoxicated, super tier. That's that's great. That's a C tier on this. But yeah, I'm, that's I'm, a good. I, I, not, it, it's kind of fun, one. right? Like it's you grab a beer in your back pocket and you're you're just vibing, all vibes. Texting your parents. Last one, bottom tier. Um, yell, uh, let's go arguing sports with strangers <laughs> versus conversation with Uber driver. Conversation with the Uber driver is about a B. Because sometimes it's glorious. Okay, interesting. Sometimes, I've had one where he asked me if I was going to like a Kesha concert in Vegas. Oh, I've had some wild Uber okay. driver talks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one guy uh, like shot a guy in self-defense. He like, walked through the whole story, and it was interesting. Yeah. So we've had that Uber drive before, and so that's interesting conversation. Uh, the worst one, for sure. What's going on? Whatever. Yeah, yeah. They're just. I don't know, man. I'm just in here doing radio. Vibing. Whatever you said. What was the other one? I don't remember. Nails. Uh, This or that. Throwing a (laughs) scooter in a body of water. Yeah. Or uh, or or making new friends. There's an interesting one here from from Trill Brothers that I want to. Both I, are great. Give me both A's. So here's the thing: I'm making new friends. He has it in health tier, and I'm I'm curious. Well, here's the thing: Do you make the same friends when you're drunk as you do when you're sober? Sometimes. I feel like you probably make different types of friends. Maybe your drunk friends aren't as exciting when the, when you're not all drunk. I'm not sure. Mo- the, most of the time, they're just like, "Hey, what's up, guy? We should probably golf sometime." And you're like, oh, "I'm never gonna talk to you ever again." Probably. You're like, "Okay, cool, man. Glad we bonded over how far you hit your nine iron." Look, you you are the most experienced drunk that I know. Thank you. You're welcome. Mr. Leahy. And uh, there you go. There, there's more on their tier list if you want to look over it. It's it's good stuff. Again, at Tyler I am on Twitter. Just stole that straight from them and glad that we did it because it's good content. Briscoe, thanks for frankly just continuously not wanting to leave me. You just keep wanting to do radio with me. Doesn't matter the day. Doesn't matter the time. You power it's through. It's true. Dylan, Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. If you liked it, follow me on Twitter at HomestretchKC. Appreciate it. If you don't like me, sorry. Follow, if you don't like him, follow him on Twitter at Jamie Briscoe. <laughs> we are out.